Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey guys, Stefan here from projectlifemastery.com. In this video, I'm going to talk to you about the subject of taxes. Someone recently sent me a question asking about taxes, if I can give advice about taxes, and share a little bit about what I learned over the last few years as a business owner and entrepreneur about taxes. And uh, I feel like I could share a little bit uh, about this. I don't feel like I'm an expert on, the, on this in any way. Obviously, you're going to want to consult with an accountant, talk to someone that is uh, related to your own personal situation, your personal business, country, state, province, wherever you, wherever you live in the world, because obviously the laws and the situations and circumstances are going to be different based on each individual watching this video, okay? But I will share a few pieces of advice that I've learned, okay? Number one, first piece is that you have to learn taxes. If you're going to be someone that is planning on making a lot of money in this lifetime, uh, you want to be someone that's going to make six figures or seven figures or more, then understand and accept the fact that you're going to have to learn about taxes, okay? It's not the most sexy or interesting subject that business owners want to learn about, right? I'd much rather learn about marketing or some cool like business you know, strategy or trick to make me more money and stuff like that. But if you don't learn about taxes, then it's going to cost you in the long run because a lot of people are so much more focused on making more money, making more money in their business by marketing more or launching new products or new businesses, whatever it is. But they don't realize that in many ways you can make more money by eliminating how much you spend on taxes. Okay, if you can cut your taxes back, your tax bill back, and save a lot of money, then that's gonna make a bigger difference in your business than almost anything else, more than just trying to make more money. So understanding taxes, how it works, and mastering it to some degree is extremely important for every business owner out there. And you can't just expect an accountant to do everything for you. Yes, you can hire them. You can hire them to do your tax returns. You can hire them to give you advice or whatever it is. 
but as a business owner, to some degree, you still have to learn and have the basic understandings of your situation and about taxes and how they affect you, okay? So that's really my first piece of advice. Pick up a good book about taxes uh, in, your, in your country, in your city or province or state, whatever it might be. Learn a little bit about it, okay? And really, as time goes on, as you start making more money, the longer that you're in business, you're going to learn more about taxes and accountant, accounting, all this sort of stuff as time goes on. And I've been in business for eight years now, uh, since I was 21 years old, and I'm still learning. There's still so much I didn't know before, and there's still so much to learn, but I keep learning every single year. I keep talking to my accountants. I keep talking uh, to, to other entrepreneurs and business owners and doing my research and learning as much as I can. Okay, So that's really the first piece of advice that I have for you. The second piece is to find and hire a really good accountant. Okay, Every business owner needs a really, really good accountant. Okay, Now, the, the crazy weird thing is, is that most business owners, when they first start a business, obviously most business owners don't have a lot of money or aren't really making a lot of money to start with. And so the weird thing is, is you know, obviously new business owners can't really afford the best accountants out there because the best ones, you know, only people that are making a lot of money can, right? People that, um, you know, have big multi-million dollar businesses, they're, they're the ones that are hiring the top ones and know all the ins and outs, all the little secrets, the loopholes, all that sort of stuff that you can benefit from. So, you know, I understand, you know, money is a little bit tight, uh, especially at the beginning stages of your business, but you still need to find one, okay? You, you, you can find uh, tax accountants that, you know, aren't that expensive, that can help you with your tax return or give you certain advice that, that isn't, again, super expensive, okay? So you need to find one. In many ways, think about an accountant almost like a coach, okay? Yes, you're going to pay them for their advice on your situation, but the, the, the knowledge, the experience, the wisdom... Everything that you're going to learn from that accountant is going to benefit you for years and years and years to come. If you can gather a few pieces of advice about your business or tax situation from an accountant that can save you a little bit of money in the short term, really, you've got to put the value on that advice over the long term because that little piece of advice he's going to give you could help save you hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars down the road. So you have to really uh, you know, not be afraid to invest in coaching. An accountant, in many ways, can be a coach as well and to have some good people like that in your life. You know, for me, an accountant and a lawyer, very important people to have as a business owner because, you know, for me, if there's anything that comes up, I ask my accountant. I'll ask them before I make a big purchase on certain things, uh, you know, or consult with them on a variety of things as well, and recently a lawyer also. So you need to have those people in your life, and it's just great to have that anytime that you have lingering questions uh, about your situation or tax situation, okay? So those are my top two pieces of advice, okay? Master taxes, learn about it, read a book on it, do what you can and learn as you go. Hire and find a good accountant that can help you year after year as your business grows, as your financial situation grows as well. Third piece is make sure that you have really good accounting and bookkeeping, okay? Bookkeeping is something that most new business owners aren't really aware of when they get started, but again, it's another thing you have to learn and be on top of as a necessity as a business owner. Um, bookkeeping basically means tracking all of your income and expenditures on a month-to-month -month basis, preferably on a week-to-week -week basis. Um, it's basically tracking everything that, you know, your income, that your company is uh, accumulating, as well as the expenses, all the business expenses that you might have for your business, as well as any assets that your company might have, such as computers or equipment, 
or vehicles. These are all assets, okay, that has to be recorded under a company as well. And when you have really good books in your business, not only does it really help you as an entrepreneur to see exactly your cash flow, to see, you know, where your, 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 your income, your profits going, all that sort of stuff in your business, but it also helps you at the end of the year to do your income taxes because you can just give that to an accountant and it's not going to cost you as much down the road for that. Um, in order to do good bookkeeping, you're going to need a good piece of software. I use uh, QuickBooks, uh, just the online version of it, uh, where you can basically, you know, the software that allows you to put in and link it with your bank accounts, your credit cards, you know, PayPal, all that sort of stuff, so you can track everything in detail. Uh, you can start off doing it yourself, okay, as a new business owner, or eventually you want to hire a bookkeeper for you. A lot of accountants can do this, or you can actually find bookkeepers that work with accountants as well. And, uh, you know, I remember when I first started the bookkeeping on my company, I actually went on Odesk, which is now Upwork.com, and I found a bookkeeper in the Philippines, I think for like $4 an hour, that would do all the books for my business until it got to a point where I have multiple companies now, and I have more of an in-house bookkeeper uh, and a, a whole firm that I work with now, uh, which makes my life a little bit easier. So eventually, you know, you, again, you could start off doing it yourself if you want to save money. Eventually, you could hire a bookkeeper to do a lot of this stuff for you. Uh, of course, it can be beneficial, again, as a business owner to do some of this stuff yourself so you can learn the ropes, understand it, and then at a certain point, you can hand it off to someone down the road. Okay, but just having really good books, keeping track and records of all this sort of stuff is another very, very important thing uh, that every business owner needs to do. The fourth piece of advice that I have, which kind of ties into the third, is just keeping really good records of everything in your business. Now, depending on where you live in the world, your country, um, you know, the government will audit you if, let's say, you're not paying your taxes or maybe it's just a random audit or you're not following the rules or they, you know, they question something that you did on your tax return. Understand the government can always audit you just to make sure that everything's accurate. And uh, if it's not accurate, then they can come after you for more money or they, you, know, you might have to pay interest or penalties on certain things. And so making sure everything is really accurate in your business is very important. Here in Canada, uh, the government, the CRA, can go back at least six years, okay, about six years in your business, I, I believe, to ensure and audit anything that happened within those six years. Now, let's say that you're, you know, you're in the sixth year of your business and you know, the government decides they want to audit you and they want to go back six years ago there's no way, no way that you're going to remember everything, all the transactions, all the expenses and income that you had six years before. And so that's why if you can record everything the best that you can and just track all the, more, you know, the most important things in your business, maybe by keeping a journal, then uh, that's one of the most useful ways that you can prevent anything from happening or uh, you having to incur any fees or penalties or interest uh, if they do audit you. Okay, so basically my... Fourth point is just keep really good track of things. Keep a journal in your business. Record things the best that you can. So if you have a vehicle in your business, you've got to be recording, you know, the kilometers or the miles that you've been traveling, the gas, uh, you, know, you know, where you're traveling to. Uh, keeping track of all this stuff is only going to benefit you down the road if you do get audited because you can just provide the information to the government and it's just going to make your life that much easier, okay? Again, these are things that, Nobody wants to do in business, but you're almost required to do. And if you can get in the habit of doing these things now in your business, it's going to benefit you for years and years to, to come. Okay. Um, another thing as well is really make sure that you, you know 
the best corporate situation, the company situation that you should be in uh, in your business. Okay, so for example, here in Canada, and I can only use really Canada as an example because I, I don't live in the United States or Europe or these other countries. I'm not really familiar with the uh, you know the tax situation uh, in the, each government. But here in Canada, you know, there's being a sole proprietor. Okay, there's being uh, a partnership, and there's also having a corporation. Okay, anytime you operate as a sole proprietor, which basically means that you're your business is yourself. You don't actually have a company name or anything. You're just reporting any income that you're making in your business as self-employment income. If you're operating as a sole proprietor, then understand that there's different liability to that, and there's also, um, which basically means there's risk to that. Which you know, if if uh, creditors or you know people want to sue you or come after you, they can go after your personal assets. You're not protected in any way, and also your tax situation is going to change too because. If you uh, are a sole proprietor, you might be pay, you know, paying more in taxes. Understanding that is very, very important. Or if you're a partnership, which basically means you have a partner, you're both kind of sole proprietors in that way. Or if you have a corporation, which is a separate entity, okay, which you're protected behind, which is you know, entirely different, separate from you. Okay? So, you know, for example, Project Life Mastery Inc. Incorporated is a separate entity okay, than me. And Project Life Mastery has its own bank accounts. It makes money. And, you know, if anything happens there where someone sues Project Life Mastery or a creditor, whatever, they can't come after me personally. They have to go after Project Life Mastery, okay? Now, the reason why I bring this up is it's really important to understand the, the company structures in your current location to see which is the best option for you and which has the best tax advantages for you as well. I understand in the United States there's LLC, Limited Liability Corporations, uh, and there's totally different types, you know, dep again, depending where you are in the world, but understanding this is crucial. And the reason is, I'll give you my personal example, is that here in Canada, if you make, you know, a certain amount of money, okay, let's say in somewhere in the six-figure range, and, you know, let's say it's over $125,000 a year, then what happens is you go in the highest tax bracket, which, you know, in British Columbia, it's, uh, I think, about 43%, okay? So any money that you're making and you're making over $125,000, then you're subject to paying about 43% of that income taxes to the government, okay, which is pretty hefty. But if you have a corporation in Canada, then there's something called a small business deduction, Okay, which is about within $500,000, if your business makes that, then you're in a tax bracket. You're only taxable, I believe, like 16%. Don't quote me on the numbers. You know, it changes all the time, but it's, it's in that range. About 16% within the first $500,000, you're only paying about 16% taxes on. Now, if you were a sole proprietor making $500,000, you'd be taxed at 43% making that personally. But if you have a corporation, you're only taxed within those $500,000, 16%. So you're taxed entirely differently based on, you know, the company structure that you've set up in your country, okay? So that's a really important thing. Also, how you pay yourself is very important as well. Again, here in Canada, there's options such as paying yourself a salary or paying yourself a dividend, okay? Paying yourself a salary basically means you're an employee, you're on the payroll for that corporation. So, you know, every two weeks, that corporation's going to pay you a paycheck, Right? Even though you're the CEO, you're the owner of the company, you're still basically an employee of it. You're getting paid a salary every two weeks. Now, whenever you get paid a salary, there are some more expenses in that because 
you know, you have to pay into EI, which is uh, employment insurance. You have to pay into the Canadian pension plan uh, and a few other things as well. And so in many ways, when you're paying a salary, you also have to pay some additional things as well that the government requires. But the other thing as well, paying yourself a salary, is that you get taxed on it. When you, every, anytime you earn a salary in Canada, you get paid a T4 slip. You get sent from your employer every year. Then you get taxed at your marginal tax rate. So if you're, again, if you're making over 125000 and you're getting taxed at 43% and you're getting paid a salary more than that, then you're going to get taxed around 43%. So you're going to get taxed very heavily on that. But if your company, your corporation, is paying you a dividend, okay, a dividend, then basically you get taxed less than that here in Canada. Okay? And it depends if it's an eligible dividend or an, a non-eligible dividend. Eligible basically means that it's from... Um, a public corporation and non-eligible basically means it's from a private corporation. So for example, Project Life Mastery, it's a small business, it's a private corporation, so it's a non-eligible dividend. If I buy like a stock, you know, buy shares from a, you know, a stock in Canada, let's say, and that's and it's a public company, then it's an eligible dividend and I'm going to pay even less taxes on that. Okay? So these are all really important things to understand. I don't want to go over anyone's head because Again, the situations are so different for everybody, but understanding the best way to get paid, because sometimes it's beneficial to get paid a dividend from your company. Other times it's beneficial to get paid you know, a salary. And the reason is, is that when your company pays you a salary, then that salary can be a business deduction you know, because anything more than that $500,000 that you're making in the company, you're going to get taxed at a higher tax bracket in your company. And, uh, you know, so getting paid the salary can lower your company's expenses, which will lower the taxes in your company. You know, it's going to raise your taxes as a personal person. But when you get paid dividends, then that doesn't have any deduction in your business. So I know this is probably confusing the hell out of you um, based on your tax situation or might, might not even be relevant to you whatsoever. And it is a lot of information. It's very dense. I'm just really sharing uh, a lot of stuff that I've learned over the years that has helped me. But really my point is, learn this stuff, okay? Learn this stuff. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, that's even more of a reason that you need to learn and understand this stuff. You need to know, you know, what's the best way to operate your business? Sole proprietor, corporation, LLC, again, depending where you live. You need to understand what's the best way to pay yourself? What's the best way, you know, to avoid paying the, you know, as, mu as much taxes uh, and pay the least amount possible? All of these are very critical things that you need to know and understand. And I wish I could summarize and give you guys all the information that I know and that I've learned over the years, but really you have to do your own due diligence and learn as you go. This is all stuff I've learned by talking to accountants, reading books, researching, talking to the government, all this sort of stuff. And again, depending where you live, you might have, you know, the government might have even certain things that could benefit you, such as here in Canada, we have a TFSA, which is a tax-free savings account. We have RRSPs, Registered Retirement Savings Plans. There's a lot of benefits the government gives you to help you grow your assets, grow your net worth, make money and pay the least amount possible in taxes. So you want to make sure that you understand it and that you're taking advantage of all of these things in your personal life and in your business, okay? So I think I've given you guys enough information on this subject. Hopefully it answered that person's question. Uh, but, you know, it's always a, a bit of a challenge for me when people ask me tax advice because usually my, my advice is always, you know, talk to an accountant, you know, read books, learn as much as you can because, again, information is different based on where you live and your personal circumstance. So making sure you understand this stuff, especially at the early stages of your business, 
it's going to benefit you significantly down the road. Okay, don't be ignorant to this stuff. Don't just neglect it and uh, zone out because it seems too complicated or overwhelming for you. You have to learn this stuff. Okay, it's going to benefit you in the long run, and in many ways, you might enjoy it. You know, find a way to enjoy the process of learning this stuff. Because uh, you know, in many ways, I used to dread taxes, but now I kind of enjoy learning about it because I feel like all the information that I have is giving me a benefit over other business owners and uh, helping me grow my business uh, down the road. And I'll give you one last piece. Okay, one last final piece of advice because I know a lot of people hate paying taxes and have a really negative mindset around it. Really. Everybody has to pay taxes. Okay, you you can't really get over that.、Um, if you want to live in a certain country, be a resident of it, you're going to have to,、um, you know, accept the tax laws that they have in that company. But what you can control is your belief system about that.、Um, and what I've learned is that you have to really reframe how you view taxes. For me, I view taxes as a good thing because one, it's supporting my country, it's supporting the local economy. It, you know, in Canada, when I look at the roads, when I look at the buildings, when I look at all the things that、uh, have been established and built that I get a benefit from every day by living in that country, I feel so grateful for that because none of that stuff would be possible if it wasn't for the millions of people before me that had contributed and paid taxes to be able to build such an incredible country and city that I get to be blessed to be a part of. You know, including. The police, the ambulance, the military—all of these things are things that you get a benefit from by living in the country that other people have contributed before you. Okay, so be grateful for that and be appreciative of it, and really just think about taxes as a contribution. Every year, you're giving a contribution to your country, to your government, to your state, to your province, to your city. That you're contributing to that. Okay, and we all need a sense of contribution in our lives. So might as well associate to the contribution that you're giving, which is taxes, and change your belief and mindset about it. And、uh, I think that's the most important thing that I could share with you is just change the way that you view it and stop dreading it, and really just learn everything you can to pay the least amount possible, still pay your taxes, but just keep moving forward and making more money. Because the more money you can make, the more you have to give to your government, to your country, to yourself, to your family, to your friends, and to the world. That's really what you're making the money for—is to grow and to give. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this video, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.